Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Absolutely, a book of guidance. Uh, that's the noble Quran, and Alhamdulillah, read it, open it, and read it, and Alhamdulillah, dive into the ocean of knowledge. Looking at uh, the question first, uh, before I welcome our astute and honourable Rafiq Hassan, it says, Anonymous says, Assalamu alaikum, and Jazakallah so much to Uncle Rafiq for sharing his uh, profound uh, knowledge. He's adding so much uh, value to uh, the Qur'an for me. The other week he spoke of the incident with Dawood alayhi salam. Now, at the moment, I'm uh, reading of uh, Suleiman alayhi salam. I read about a fetus uh, being put in his presence. Please expound on this for me and others uh, who are enjoying the content. Jazakallah khair in advance. Uh, Rafiq Hassan, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing this fine and beautiful uh, Thursday morning? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we are fine uh, and, you know, almost on the month of Rajab. So, alhamdulillah, when Rajab comes, uh, then, you know, uh, the month of Ramadan is just around the corner. Absolutely, Rafiq. And yes, sir, the topic, the lesson of the unformed, uh, unformed child placed before Suleiman, alayhi salam. The next uh, 10 minutes is yours, Rafiq. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahman ar-Rahim But you see, a uh, very interesting uh, story, Brother Safad. You know that Suleiman, alayhi salam, was the son of Daud, alayhi salam. Uh, now, you find that generally with prophets, not generally, this is a principle in Islam, that uh, prophets are appointed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Uh, and and they uh, and this is, you'll find it in the Quran, we've been through this one. I'm just giving a first introduction, uh, because this about this baby is, uh, you know, the this child that was brought uh, before Suleiman Islam. There's a story in the Bible in 1 Kings 3.16, to chapter 3, verse 16 to 20 in the book of 1 Kings. Uh, and uh, before I go into the detail of that, I want to, you know, give a background to this and here to, uh, you know, build judgment. And it's called Solomon the Wise. We, we hear this term. And we did a series on Dawood al Salam, his father, the prophet David, his brother, and the 99, you know, sheep and one to the other brother, and that whole incident, he had to judge between them. The brother who had 99 wanted the brother who had only one to take it from him. Now, here there is the story about the mother uh, whose uh, one child was brought and, uh, and the other mother is claiming that her baby. Now, how to decide whose baby is right between the two mothers, the one that's claiming uh, it's hers and the one that has possession. Now, right at the beginning, these are some difficult decisions, but before we go into the story, in chapter 3, verse 81 of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about right at the dawn of creation, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the decision to appoint prophets. That was his plan. That, and remember when Allah had a conference, he had a gathering of the prophets in the heavens before they came on earth, telling them, you know, I'm going to appoint you lama adetahumul kitab wal hikmah. I'm going to appoint you when you go into the world, right? Uh, I'm going to give you books and revelation and al-hikmah. And I will also endow you with wisdom. 
So that's what I, I, I you know, we want. We must understand that the wisdom that comes to the prophets is a wisdom that is, uh, comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has already ordained this wisdom, uh, you know, to them. And, and this is very important for us to understand this. For instance, in the Quran, in chapter 27, verse 15, now concerning Suleiman and Dawood in particular, we gave in the past knowledge to David and Solomon, and they both said, Praise be to Allah, who has favored us above many of his servants who believe. We have given knowledge and wisdom to David and Solomon, Dawood and his son Suleiman. And they're thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. You'll find in, in Surah Al-Anbiya, chapter 21, verse 78, it is stated, And remember David and Solomon, when they gave judgment in the matter of the field into which the sheep of certain people had strayed by night, we did witness their judgment. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about how He is endowing them with the ability to judge because some decisions are not easy. It doesn't just require knowledge. It doesn't just require the fact, it requires wisdom. And wisdom is something more than knowledge and, and, and facts. It is the application of that uh, in its right context to come to a, a conclusion which even sometimes the facts will not give you. Uh, and I'll give you the last verse, chapter Alambia 21, verse 79, which continues, To Solomon we inspired the right understanding of the matter. To each one of them we gave judgment and knowledge it was our power that made the hills and the birds celebrate praises. And, and to Dawud al-Islam, it was we who gave all these things to him. So here, coming to this fetus story and the baby, I'm going to just give you the, because of time, the Bible version, uh, which was a folklore, by the way. Although it's in the 1 Kings 3, 16 to 28, you said that you read that somebody mentioned this. In the Bible, the biblical version in 1 Kings 3, Chapter 3, verse 16 to 20. You know, there were two ladies living together and both had babies at the same time. But the one mother's baby, I'm just cutting short, one mother's baby died, you know, overnight in the night. When she got up in, over in the night, she saw her baby dead. So she quietly put that baby into the other mother's bed and took her baby and brought it to, in her bed. So when that mother got up, she saw the tefillah, she saw the baby is dead. Then... When, when the light came on in the day, she realized that's not her baby. She realized what happened, that the, the other uh, lady's baby. But now there's a dispute now. She said, no, no, this is your baby that died and all this. So they brought it to Suleiman and he brought a sword and he says, I'm going to cut this baby. Let's see now. I'll cut this baby. You take half because you're fighting. Well, let's cut this baby in half. You take one half. <laughs> the other mother must take the other half. Now he was mm. applying that wisdom, you see. And uh, then he saw that the real mother cried out. She says, no, 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 don't cut my baby. Uh, you know, uh, all right, let her keep it. Because the real mother would not want to see her baby killed. Whereas the, the one whose mother it was not the real mother, she said, yeah, cut it so that at least she won't have a baby also. And then mm-hmm. and uh, then Suleiman al-Islam came to realize who is the real mother. You know, the one that cried out and said, don't kill and you can keep it. That's the real mother. So what we are seeing here is some things in life, uh, you know, requires wisdom. This we find here, and Allah in many other places in the Quran, He says, he who Allah gives wisdom has indeed gained a real value and real uh, gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So, but I just want to make it clear that many people, this is, you know, there are many things in the Quran uh, about many prophets. Twenty-five prophets are mentioned in the Quran, brethren, and and uh, lots of stories about them. Suleiman, Ali Salam, David, out David, Solomon. Lots of stories are mentioned in the Quran and the Bible. I just want the listeners to make a point. I want them to understand something that there are many things that are mentioned, incidences, even Jesus, Isa Salam, right, which are not mentioned in the Bible. The Quran has those incidences, and the Bible doesn't have it. And then there are things mentioned in the Bible about some of these prophets, which is not in the Quran. So we have to understand this point very well. This particular one, you know, about the baby being brought into Suleiman's name, is a man called Hugo Gressman. He's a He's a, a Bible, uh, uh, or let's, let's say, let's say he's a historian and a researcher. And he says that this is a folklore that's in the Bible. It's not a true incident that happened. And he found 22 similar stories in folklore literature. You know, in India, in the Far East, about Buddha, one incident in the case of Buddha, he had to adjudicate in a matter of, in that case, uh, you know, somebody kidnapped the child of a mother, and claiming it's her child, so how he dealt with it. So he, there are 22 stories that folklore that was floating around, even in the in the Jewish tribes at the time, and this found its way into the into the uh, Bible. The difference between the Quran and the Bible, brother Safar, is that the Quran uh, is the direct words of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, not mixed with any folklore, not the words of even the Prophet not his own saying. It is the direct revelation that was given to the person by Jibreel from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereas the Bible is, a, you know, a book written by many authors over many generations and many centuries and kept changing and adding and subtracting and lots of folklore, lots of other stories have entered it. So it is a book written by man, you know, uh, not, uh, there is some of God's word in it. So I thought it's important maybe at this point to bring this point later on when we're going to be keep discussing issues of the Bible and Quran, that we have to make a distinction. There are many, many things that are in the Bible which are actually, you know, came in not as divine revelation, but they don't even know who the authors are and how these stories came in. Absolutely brilliant, Rafiq, and Alhamdulillah, we can go on listening to you, and Allah has definitely bestowed you with lots and lots of wisdom and jazakallah for sharing that on the Sidious FM. Before we let you go, your parting words this morning, Rafi. Well, look, this month of Rajab that is on us is, is a sacred month. You know, Bresava, there are four out of the 12 months, Allah says in chapter 9, verse 36 of the Quran, that out of the 12 months, four of them are sacred. And this month of Rajab is one of the sacred months. It is in this month, on the 27th night, the Prophet went to this mirage, the night journey, the miraculous journey, received many gifts. One of these was the Salah. And it is one of the sacred months. So let's tighten our belt. And it's also, it's a wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We were a bit, you know, uh, caught away in the worldly things. And now that uh, after that is Shaban. Ramadan is two months away. It's a very important month. So he's giving you an opportunity to tighten the belt and prepare for Rajab, Shaban, and Ramadan are very important months coming on, on us. The Prophet said, if you plant your seed in Rajab, you water it in Shaban, you reap the fruits in Ramadan. Let us practice that.
Inshallah, Amin, Rafiq. You have a mashallah day ahead. Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, special duas are for our Rafiq Hassan Allah. Keep him so they can disseminate uh, those knowledge and that uh, hikmah that he has. And Alhamdulillah, both Yusuf and I really enjoy Rafiq Hassan on this platform. I'm sure you, you and you also imbibe a lot of knowledge from him. Time for us to go for a break. When you get back, Abu Bakr, see that, will be joining us on Muslim News. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.